0: you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg
1: i just swallowed my last bite of sandwich i apologize (laughs) welcome back it's the ken miller show here on 1700 kbgg trent conan and myself uh, with you for another hour, Bama Bob coming up at the bottom of the hour. More college football conversation coming up with Bama.
2: It's lunchtime for us too. It is lunchtime for us, and uh, about a four-minute lunch. Your same sandwich every day. Well, for one. Yeah, I did my right. I did Brought pasta once. I did. So we've been on the air for uh, two last months. week in August, right? Yeah, football season. Yeah, and I've seen you have. But it's different things
1: on the sandwich,
2: though. I mean, it's always a sandwich. It's always, but it's the same sandwich. It's the same bread. It's the five
1: dollar they make it for me, High V special that I pick up, uh, you know, a couple of times
2: a week and stock up on them and bring them. It's just easy. I was at High V yesterday and uh, almost didn't make the show as I was getting some groceries. Is that where you were? I wondered what it was like turning the clock back when I used to (laughs) wonder if my partner was even going to make it to work. Well, yeah, I I made it. I made it with twenty seconds to spare. But uh, I saw those sandwiches in the little deli case there, oh, and I started you? chuckling <laughs> at myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, oh that's good. where he gets those. They're pretty good. I'm a big high yeah. V guy. Yeah.
1: All right, I'm also a big baseball guy, and tonight, unfortunately, eh, it's not unfortunate. The all seasons have to end so we can get to the next one, right? It but got us to November. It did. Um, you're 100% right. It got us to November, and it's been terrific, Trent. Game number seven of this series. It That's the way it should be, right? The Dodgers were a great story, but so were the Astros. Mm-hmm. As Cappy said, and, you know, as I've said, I don't have a—I'm not a Dodger fan or an Astros fan. I mean, how can you be an Astros fan, right? I
2: mean, do you know any? I do. Do you? One of my buddies. uh, How did he become an Astros fan? We were, you know, 10, 11, 12, and they were decent for the first time, and Mm -hmm. he bought the ball cap. J.R. Richard, that era? No, no, not that 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 far far back. back. No, no, no. We're we're talking— Mike Scott, a little later than that. Okay. We're talking early Biggio Bagwell. Biggio Bag the, the Killer Bees, yep. okay. So they had the nickname, that was cool. That was a cool nickname. Yeah. They're and two it was before they too. hadn't even made the playoffs yet with that group, but mm-hmm. they were coming up that's the only one, though. Yeah, yeah. outside of that, they're but, few
1: and far between. But the story, though, right? I mean, Hurricane Harvey devastates that city, mm-hmm. and you'd like to see them. And, and then what J. J. Watt did? I know it's I mean. Look at Houston was unfortunately in the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. Love the fact that uh, that the the country was able to pull together behind Watt's endeavor to the tune of what thirty seven million, I think, that they raised. Yeah. And here they are with their team uh, in the World Series, one game away from taking a championship back to Houston. It's been great. Um, it really and truly has. The Dodgers are the betting favorite today. I guess I understand that. It is at Dodger Stadium. The money's the, the the price seems to be getting. Um, the Dodgers are more of a favorite, I think, now than when I first woke up this morning. Trent, doesn't it seem to be trending in that direction?
2: Yeah, I saw a couple of shops had 165. I'm looking at a couple of places right now, kind of finding some movement today, but... Pretty prohibitive favorite for a game like this. It's uh, got up to 167 in a couple of spots and then started trickle back the other way, okay. as you'd expect. But must have been the tipping point for some people to jump on the Houston train. Probably go off, though, what, minus 150, right in that range? Somewhere in that area. Look, and if it is the
1: Dodgers, we've got an Iowan that's going to be a world champion, right? Yeah. And Tony Watson, who's 2-0 and in this World Series, <laughs> he's been... Like a lot of the people in that bullpen, uh, he's been really, really good. He might have been the best of them. Kenley Jansen last night was you know, the guy that we thought that uh, he's he was all season long. A two-inning save from him last night. Can he do the same again tonight, Trent, if he's called upon? Do you think he's got six outs in him? I mean, he's that good, don't get me wrong, but back-to-back
2: nights. I can't remember the exact numbers offhand, but I saw something either on SportsCenter or on Twitter, something like that, uh, either late last night or this morning about... The bullpen, what they've been with rest, which they had yesterday, Mm -hmm. as opposed to coming back. And and the numbers are very stark, as you can imagine. And even bigger come World Series time, the way that it's been. So I'd be concerned with that. And that's where you get maybe the bridge of Kershaw. We talked about Mm -hmm. that earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, Who else can you bring in to give you an inning? Uh, Even a third of an inning. Get an out, whatever it is, because... Can you go back to or on the other side for Houston and get an out? You know, you got somebody yeah. that he's what good. What about
1: against. Rich Hill? I mean, he only threw fifty-eight pitches last night. I got to think both starters yeah. from last night are available. I mean, there's there's no game till April, right? <laughs> I mean, you have to pick up a ball till February. If your arm's a little sore, you got plenty of time to yes. rest. The and, and and look at both of these guys. I don't claim to know them. I'm assuming that with an opportunity to win a championship, yeah. sure, Skip, I've got an inning in me if they ask.
2: Veteran guys have veteran made their guys. money, though. Hill, different path, certainly
1: than veteran. What an incredible ended. story!
2: But yeah, five hundred a week
1: riding a riding a bus in a, a league in New
2: York. Yeah, just unbelievable. Bounce around in a bus, well, and here he is pitching in Game Six of the World Series. And that curveball of his, boy, that's I mean, that is yeah. what a pitch. Well. It was Madison Bumgarner that really changed all this, right? I mean, we've seen things in the past, you know, guys coming back on two days. Well, who came out of the World
1: Series? Who came out of the bullpen in 2001? Was it Randy Johnson came out of the bullpen in 2001 for the Snakes, right? To beat the
2: Yankees? Right. He did. I'm I'm
1: positive he did.
2: No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. But it seems at least maybe it's just my warped memory is that way that now it's everybody's ready. You know, everybody Can go out there and do that kind of thing. I'm excited for it. And this is one where game seven, no rooting interest, but you're just intrigued. Mm -hmm. And talking to people, there's for I didn't think there was going to be hardly any buzz about this series. Like for what we do because of the Cubs, you mean, be not being in it? Cubs not being in it. I remember having that not fear, but that
1: thought that you know what, Trent and I like baseball, but the Cubs have gone up in flames. Will we be able to generate as much uh, keep keep the audience like I believe we are mm-hmm. by talking baseball about uh, in in the World Series without the Cubs? I, I thought we had to
2: about. have Yankees Dodgers without the local press. Okay, well, yep. hasn't been true. No, I mean, it's it's been riveting. Mm-hmm. It's been games two and five were classic, quirky, weird, awesome, entertaining as you're going to find in the World Series. And let's get another one of those tonight. I hope we. do. I, I would love to see you know breeze along seven innings, one one that. That tension and then the goofiness that we saw late in games two and game five and mm-hmm. and it ends up you know, eight seven final, you know something like that with a a walk off from the Dodgers right. you know, something along those lines because this is this is as good as I can remember I mean, hundred yeah, percent yeah, right. He, How about the
1: weekend fox had, and they to their credit they realized the, the, that they might be on an unbelievable weekend in sports, and Fox mm-hmm. has had a lot of sporting events. They called it in their in their promos the best weekend that Fox has ever had. They had two games of the World Series, Ohio State-Penn State that went down and lived up to every expectation, and one of the best rivalries in the NFL in the Redskins and the Cowboys. And while it wasn't a classic game, it was a good football game with a ba- kind of a back-and-forth feel to it. And, and here they are again, got Game 7. Look, they pay a lot of money for this, yeah. but back-to-back years now, they've got
2: Game 7 in baseball. They're, they're doing some things all right, but I do get a kick. Do you read awful announcing from time to time? Yeah, periodically. Gotcha. I, I Not really about enjoy the barstool it. stuff because I don't get it. Yeah, that, I don't understand it. I, I'm right there with you, but I do get a kick out of the articles that come out. ESPN is losing subscribers, and on and on and on, mm-hmm. and taking politics away from it because we try to stay away from politics yep. and in that angle. But as this is going on, and Fox comes out, you know, with a press release about you know all these great things that they're doing. Well, they're losing FS1 subscribers at the same rate ESPN is. Yeah, but they don't want to talk about that. No, they just don't. want to talk about ES- it. Just it just cracks me up, and I still love ESPN. I do. I still. Yeah, I'm I, with you. I don't get it. I, it's I don't because we're creatures of habit. I think yeah. partly. I don't feel politicized. I when I'm watching Scott Van Pelt. I don't know where. See, his I don't policies. watch.
1: I'm, I'm tuned. I'm not, I'm not up late enough to watch. Fans <laughs> at all. Right. You got to get up for your walk in the morning.
2: Yeah, I do. But
1: you know what? I, it's maybe because politics to me are such a non-factor in my life. Yeah. That I don't, that I don't see what some people see. So I haven't, you know, been pissed off at ESPN sure. like like some are, because it's just it, it's meaningless to me. Right? If right. I wanted to vote, I would. Become an American citizen. Sure, I've been here for twenty. 20 how long have I been here? Nineteen eighty nine. It's been a long time. Almost or thirty. Years. Almost thirty years. Twenty eight years. So I could have. Yeah. I mean, I could have after five years, I think, but I chose not to. So it's it's not a part of my life, and I I don't get the political thing. You would have to, you know, fill me in more. Well, authentic. and even
2: that, <laughs> though I I think people that listen probably know which side I fall on politically. Hey, I, I, I don't know what like, I don't. You don't. I don't. Yeah. And I don't talk about it. Right. You know, I just, uh, things might come up from time to time that I think you could probably read between the lines mm-hmm. and figure it out. But, you know, that's all well and good. I, I don't think people, when they hear sports, they want to hear sports. You yes. Know, they, they want to hear totally people agree. talking about each side. So from that angle, when politics, I'm not a real big political guy. I have my own ideals, but I don't, quote, root for my team in politics. If I hear something from one side or the other that I don't agree with, I'll, I'll say it. So, do you think that that's the reason that ESPN is down and that the NFL is down? And did you see that uh, the the, what, the
1: guy that owns uh, Papa Papa John's today's yeah. come on and he's not happy with what's going on at the NFL? He wants a change of leadership at the top. Maybe he's not selling enough pizzas. I don't know. Right? That's got to be it. That yeah. He doesn't think he's getting the bang for his advertising buck. And the it, it's too bad that it's that it's it has found a way because this was always an escape. I thought yes. Um, the the world of sports, and I and I still do for for in, in most cases. I well, we're do. kind of
2: bouncing around all over, but the NFL, we knew it was going to happen at some point. That every year, year after year, TV ratings are up, numbers are mm-hmm. up, you know, advertising is up. But didn't you could
1: right, weren't we're, I don't want to put words in
2: your mouth? Yeah. weren't you
1: surprised that for the second straight year, World Series mm-hmm. has beaten Sunday yes. Night Football? Shocked. I was too. If you would have said that two King years football.
2: ago, no way. no way. No way it was going to happen. A good World Series game against a bad NFL game, people are still going to watch the NFL. And it still doesn't make sense to, that's the sports fan across my guess, desk, I've got to guess. Mm-hmm. No crap. I'm watching the baseball. Yep. And, and you would think sports fans, but forever, that wasn't the case. Something is tipping. I think it's just the inevitable. You hit the top, and there's only one place that you can go. You can't keep climbing. Whatever sport, whatever business, although it is. there is one that uh, that I think's got a chance to keep climbing forever. See, that's well, the, I mean, the NFL has been climbing for right. forty years. But look at the look at the gap that
1: I at least I perceive. Look, and I've said this: I would have never said this when I started on the radio or any time. I would have never, if I had to give up one day on the weekend. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll give up Saturday. Sure, I'll never give up Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Never. I love college football. College football is better than the NFL to me. Yes. I mean, you look at the excitement, the drama. Any given sat, every Saturday's got something. The NFL's okay, but it's the pa- – college football to me, I don't think it's plateaued yet. I think the stuff that we're seeing right now, yesterday and today, a perfect example. The buzz that surrounds the college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. They're meaningless, folks. Right. They're meaningless right now. It's a TV, TV There's show. One that matters, and that's December third. It's a TV show, Trent. You're right, but the buzz that it generates, the conversation that that it, um, that that follows. To me, is one of the big things that separates college football from every other sport. Give me a give me. You don't argue about Major League Baseball like this. The NFL, the NBA,
2: the NHL. It's cut and dry.
1: It's cut and dry. You got
2: wins and you're in, right? And then it's a playoff series, and Mm -hmm. you figure it out from there. Here it is, the intrigue, and that's. You know, though at a smaller level, the NCAA basketball tournament, Selection Sunday, you know, that's also another part of it. it what drives college athletics yeah. is, is these arguments. It's no wonder there's so much money being generated yes. in this. There's no doubt. Not enough for the guys to get no, paid. I know. It's another story, too. But uh, enough to go out there. No, you're right. And I heard uh, Chris Andrews, my buddy out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. South Point. You know? Yep. And uh, he's How's back. he doing, by the way? Do he's he's I mean? back at work, finally. Good. He was away for four weeks. Uh, actually talked with him last night for a little bit yep. and said it's going to be a long road to get back to complete health, but mm-hmm. he's feeling better, which is great to hear. And Good odds maker, too. Yes. He really is a good guy. Long time Reno for a number of years yep. and hope to maybe get him on the show next week. So uh, we'll be working on that with Chris. Mm-hmm. But he had said for the first time since he's been booking almost 40 years now, they had a larger handle on two consecutive weekends in the college game than the NFL. Isn't that, think that's a, and they are a great barometer. Now, there's always been more college games. And but, they don't, but it dwarfs, honestly. Mm-hmm. Take it from me.
1: I, I, I know. The NFL is king mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. College football is cutting
2: into that. that. It's a great way to back up our point. And back-to-back weekends, they have taken a larger mm-hmm. handle on the college mm-hmm. than the NFL. It's So you have a good point there, that the college game... Do you think the tipping point was politically what's happening, the kneeling? In the NFL, you mean? In the NFL. I don't
1: understand it. I mean, it just doesn't move much.
2: I'm not going to watch a Bears game because of reason X. No. I, I don't get that at all. I, I, I'm the same way. I'm going to watch my Broncos. And yeah. right now I'm in the
1: point where I hope that they're 3-13. and 13. I'm already <laughs> all about next year, and, and who, can Elway, who can Elway miss on right, right. with the third or fourth pick? He's a great quarterback.
2: You're going to tell me I'm not sl- going to watch Steelers-Patriots without a rooting interest, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it because, and even taking the kneeling aside, something that does impact me in a different way, it's not going to happen. nor nah, me neither. But you think we're different,
1: and last year, Trent, when people wanted to make that argument, I wouldn't even give them the time of no, day. No. but now you're now you're starting to see, you know, some research being done as to why you're not watching the NFL, and I guess that's a reason. I'm not sure that those are sports fans that are filling out that data and sure. those surveys. I'm, I'm not sure they're hardcore,
2: but because if you're hardcore, I mean, I think football's got you. They do, and for you and me, and I would guess. 95% of our listeners mm-hmm. are the same way. Politics are not going to change you from watching sports. If you're listening to sports talk radio, you're pretty deep into it. Right. My, my but, biggest fear with the issue with the NFL
1: right now is the gosh darn officiating. <laughs> Let them play for crying out loud. Defenseless receiver, my, you know what? He's juggling the football. If you don't knock him to his you-know-what,
2: he's going to make the catch. Well, and it's a joke that's been going on for 10 years now. What is a catch? Well, we well, don't 10 know. 10 years later. The NFL doesn't know. The, from the Calvin Johnson touchdown, non-touchdown against the Bears. Yeah.
1: Eight years ago now? It's been a long time. He's been gone for
2: five years. <laughs> and we still haven't figured it out. <laughs> By the way, did you hear that rumor? I did. Of going back to the Eagles? I did. Uh Huh?
1: Yeah, no, I did. Why would Detroit let him go? Detroit, last time I looked, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back anytime soon. That division's up for grabs. Clearly, the Vikings in the driver's seat.
2: But, uh, yeah, we don't know what a catch is. Penalties that don't make a lick of sense. Let him play. I I understand the safety.
1: Yeah. Now, that might be the—that might be—but that, I I certainly won't see that day. But, you know, I hear kids—not kids—guys your age that Mm -hmm. are having kids that are now— that that played high school football, that wanted to play college football, that loved football, that are now apprehensive um, about letting their son play football. Yeah, I mean, you hear that from a lot of people and a lot of people in the
2: sports business, and you can understand it. I mean, you see, look at, I can't. You can't. Are you one of those people where you're going to die at some point? Right, and something is going to happen. You can get hit by a car walking across the street. Trevor, I mean, nobody it, in my generation wore a helmet riding a bike. No yeah. one. well, my my age group either. Right but now, you watch people people my age, people your age, biking themselves. They all wear. All of them wear helmets, and not just somehow not just we just the able.
1: Kids. We made it this far in life without doing the things that I don't get. Maybe it's an age thing. Well, I do. Do we have to take a time out? Uh, uh, Bama's going to be here. Um, well, you know what? Let's go a couple of minutes longer, okay. so we don't have to get Bama uh, for um, until I promised him one thirty. So I don't want to, you know, get to him at twenty five and him not be ready. Okay. Uh, so we'll 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 continue on for a couple. Let's move off football. Let's go okay. back to uh, to baseball. We'll get back to football with uh, with Bama Bob. All right. The edge tonight, as far as the starting pitchers. who Darvish. Versus Lance McCullers. Was McCullers up in the bullpen last night? Did they get him up? Was at, that McCullers? I'm I thought to... it was, but I'm not 100% sure. I thought if they had scored in the ninth inning, now he didn't come into the game, right? that he was going to, because I remember Smoltz and Buck talking. And by the way, even if, if during a game, search Joe Buck on Twitter. <laughs> the hatred the and the vitriol. The hatred that surrounds him, Trent.
2: What is it? I don't know. What am I missing? Why do I like Joe Buck? I, he's fine. To me, he's not, he's not hateable. He's not a, a guy that you love either, though. Yeah. He just, he's fine. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at Buck. But, mm-hmm. but, to, but See, I love him. It, it comes back to the argument I was making about politics and going after one side, and that upsets you with ESPN or whoever mm-hmm. it is. I think it's the same thing there. there's so many sports fans that think that you hate their team. How many Cyclone or Hawkeye fans have you heard throughout oh, the years God. that you hate right. their team? Right. And the same things and I think it's even to another level when you get to the NFL. Maybe. Is is there's a portion of that fan base that can't understand Yes, you get excited when both teams score a touchdown. I get it at the (laughs) high school level. I don't have a rooting interest. I'm calling Ankeny Centennial against Lewis Central Friday night. And when Lewis Central scores, you'll get excited. Exactly. Max Duggan makes a play. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get excited about it. Now, Mm -hmm. honestly, because of our proximity, I do want Centennial to win. Sure. But I'm not going to call the game. But to think that Joe Buck has some rooting interest between the Cowboys and the Redskins... It just it doesn't make sense. Troy Aikman? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Go after Aikman a little bit. Right. I understand that. Go after him. Get the money owed to him. You know, all those things. You can do those kind of things. But when it pertains to Buck, he's just calling a game. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did, and that was another thing I heard during game, after Game 5 or throughout Game 5. He wasn't excited enough for the home run calls. Well, he, he's, he's not Gus Johnson. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> you want, which you, is why I like him. Right. One you, of the reasons. You don't want, I don't want a guy, I guess there are some people that do, that want, you got to let the baseball moment kind of mm-hmm. live let there it too. it Yeah. Man. And he does a good job yeah, of
1: that. I'm with you. Here's a good tweet. Uh, uh, Jay Turguson, I believe is how you say it. Nothing is too big to regress. Just ask 1920s horse racing, 1930s boxing, 1940s and 50s baseball. A I mean, those were there were those mm-hmm. heyday for those three yes. sports, wasn't it? Really Although baseball's point. had a hell of a month of October, there's no denying that trend, And Let's take our time. out. Bama, Bob, I uh, will be here. Trent, Bama, and I will get back into the college football rankings that were unveiled last night for the first time. I uh, will ask Bama if he has a problem with it. Are the paths set? I mean, if you're Oklahoma, Ohio State, or Penn State, those teams, four teams above you, keep on winning. What chance do you have? What chance do you have? I mean, Ohio State's got Michigan still to play. They got it never Wisconsin's happens that still way. Play. It never no, I happens it hasn't. that way. It hasn't, thankfully. Bama Bob's here next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here with you Monday through Friday, noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG.
0: 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Villaggio Italian restaurant brings real homemade
3: Italian to you
0: so I'm standing here naked, and you're calling the office
3: for the Carringtons. Business and family are one and the same. And tonight, more lives.
0: My nephew's felony. A an
3: murder investigation. A sex tape. A sex tape. A sex tape. Added to the list. It's just another day at the office. It's a private family matter, not as private as a circus.
0: It's the can't miss new series Dynasty, right after Riverdale. All new tonight only on the CW. The drama is on CW
4: Iowa 23. Don't miss Dynasty tonight at eight.
0: Hello, I'm Mike
3: Lindell, inventor of My Pillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making My Pillow possible. Years ago, when I invented My Pillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip flop all night, or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented My Pillow. You can adjust My Pillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free.
1: Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines.
0: Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We
2: have so much fun. out in the sun. Here at Camp Sunnyside.
0: Learn more at Eastersealsia.org.
1: At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people parents, students, families like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at FoodBankIowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together we can solve hunger. (laughs) KBGG, Trent Connor and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. Trent's back later on today. 4 to 6, more local talk on your drive home here on 1700. Your home for the NFL Sunday night, Monday night uh, football, all of the playoffs, and, of course, the AFC West leading Kansas City Chiefs. Mitch Holtis, by the way, will join us tomorrow. We'll take a look back at Denver. And they have Dallas this week, Trent, I want to say. Do they not?
2: That sounds right. I yeah. think it is Dallas week. Kind of a weird week of the NFL. You got two locals off, Vikings and Bears on a bye week. Yeah. You got two Nationals, Patriots and Steelers off. You got the Browns who are easy to make fun of, and <laughs> one other team's out a bye this week. So I was looking at the slate, plus the Monday night game is Packers-Lions. So Sunday is a, mm. kind of a weird, weird day, at least from the way that I normally watch Sunday NFL football. All right, let's get into the college game. Bama joins us. So the
1: college football playoff ranking show is out. So Bama, uh, his schedule gets a little busier. He's thrice weekly, Mondays. Fridays, 1240, and right here in this time slot on Wednesdays as we recap the playoff rankings. Bama, good to talk to you, and thank you for doing this as uh, for us again this year. Um, look, uh, yesterday's TV show was unveiled. The rankings came out. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway, Bama? Bob, good to talk to you.
4: Yeah, you as well, Kent. Uh, my biggest takeaway is probably the most upset coach in the country right now is Ed Orderon. Uh, because uh, I think the committee might have given Alabama a little extra motivation, ranking them second, not arguing with it because Georgia has the win over Notre Dame who is ranked third uh, by the committee. So you you can't argue with it, but you know, Alabama has been a pretty much consensus number one in all the polls, through all the media, by all the pundits, they passed, certainly passed the eye test. um, And they come out as number two. Uh, So I think, you know, I don't know how that's going to factor into the LSU game this week, um, but I can't imagine that it hasn't been noticed in Tuscaloosa. But other than that, to me, the and I don't want to say argue with it. Um, I, I thought Oklahoma would be in. Uh, I had Notre, I had would have had them third. Notre Dame fourth. Um, and Clemson probably fifth, sixth, something like that. I think clearly the committee, for whatever reason, is valuing. The win over Auburn, uh, they've got road wins at Louisville and Virginia Tech, and I think they are discounting the loss to Syracuse because of the injury to the quarterback. Um, so, you know, look, I, there's there's all sorts of theories out there as to what you should and shouldn't do. Um, I'm a big head-to-head guy. I heard the guys debating that last night about, well, yeah, but if you look at Ohio State now, well, you know, look, the bottom line is uh, they did play each other and you know, one team won, one team didn't. But I don't know if I'm a big discount the injury guy either, because everybody has injuries. It may just not be at the most important position like quarterback. Uh but, you know, every team has injuries this time of year and the good ones figure out ways to get around them and the bad ones are the you know, don't. So, um but, you know, hard to argue with it, uh, pretty much as expected. It would have been interesting to had Penn State and TCU won. Would have been interesting to see where they fell. The other two unbeaten outside of the two SEC teams are what ninth and tenth, nine and ten. First. Yep, yep. And I think that's about where they belong, I given agree. their schedules and given their results. And you know, the Pac twelve is, as you put it last night, Kenny is cooked. I mean, their highest ranked team is twelve, and there's really not any way for them to work their way up. I don't see into the top four. Too many teams ahead of them, and too many teams are going to play each other ahead of them. So uh, the Pac-12, I believe, is going to be on the outside looking in this year.
2: So a lot of people feel, and I think rightly, that Alabama-Georgia run the table 12-0. If we get at least a decently competitive game there, that both teams, obviously the winner of the one SEC championship. One will be one will be four. Right. And then we'll see a rematch three, four weeks later, whatever the schedule kind of breaks down there. But I continue to come back. The SEC, yes, it's a good conference, but it's not what it's been. The depth is not where it has been. Should it be as cut and dry as people are making it out to be?
4: Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's a tough question. I, I'll tell you, I'm surprised Auburn's 14. Um, <laughs> you know, I know they've got two losses, if you want to look at it, uh, on the road, Clemson and LSU, games they could have won. Uh, the LSU game they should have won, they were down, What they were up, I think, 20 to nothing and and lost that game 20, I don't know what it was, 27, 24, whatever whatever it turned out to be, close game. Um, They're going to have a say in it for sure because they get both Georgia and Mm -hmm. Alabama at home. So, you know, they knock off one of those, and all of a sudden now we've got some real uh, mess mixed in there. And probably if the SEC is truthful, you know, for Alabama fans, it's it's really kind of funny, they probably – you know, would prefer that uh, Auburn not beat Georgia because if Georgia has a loss and turns around and beats Alabama, you know, now all of a sudden uh, they they could be on the outside looking in. But you know, look, yes, the SEC is down. I think I do. I will say this about the conference: I think there's been a lot more focus on the Tennessees and the Floridas of of the conference, the traditional powers that are struggling. One's fired a coach; the other one probably will. The struggle that Texas A&M. Um, there are some good teams. I think LSU and Auburn are good teams. I don't. They're certainly not great teams. Um, so, yes, the conference is down if you want to look at it. Uh, but there's still some teams in there that can then j- jump up and bite you. Uh, and like we said, LSU's got their shot this week, and Auburn's going to have their shot before this, the, the end of the season.
1: You know, Bama. Bam, when it comes to Auburn, you know, let's let's um, kind of localize this here. Auburn and Iowa State. They're the two highest ranked two loss teams. It Mm -hmm. seemed the committee gave put more emphasis into the close losses to number four Clemson and number nineteen LSU than it did into the two wins for Iowa State over five number five Oklahoma and number eight TCU. I mean Auburn's best win I guess would be Mississippi State and they're ranked sixteen. So that's why I thought Iowa State would be, you know, the highest ranked two loss team. They gave, they gave more credit to Auburn for their close losses. They, they did to Iowa State for their wins over two top ten, in this case, top eight ranked teams.
4: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Ken. And I You know, this is where it, it's so subjective, I, I, I guess, in any kind of poll. And listen, let's face it, all the playoff committee is, is a poll. There's just fewer of them, and they matter more than the AP. Um, you know, I know Iowa State had the loss to Iowa at home, and I can't remember the other loss. Um, Uh, Texas. Texas, that's right. The close loss at Texas. On Thursday night, yeah. Thursday night, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I don't know where that's weighing in in terms of, to me, and and listen, neither one of those is a terrible loss, okay? It's not like you're, you know, Baylor losing to Liberty week one or something like that. Troy beating
1: LSU at home.
4: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think, right, Um, I don't think either one of those is, is a horrible loss and they were, they were both close and I would could have, and maybe should have won both those games. And how fun would it be if they had, but that being said, I would personally, I would give more credit to the wins than I would take away from the losses, if you will. Um, you know, the then giving a team a credit, more credit for a loss than you do a team, you know, good, a credit for a good win. And, and, and those two wins are really, really good wins. Mm-hmm. They are, one of them was on the road in Norman, and the other one they shut out a team that, right. that has been lighting it up all year. So, I mean, to me, those that outweighs the the two. Oh well, Auburn lost fourteen to six at Clemson, and you know, a close loss at LSU. I mean, okay, fine, great, they lost, you know, but I I still think the wins should outweigh the losses. But that's just me. I'm probably I might be a little biased. You know, I agree with you. That's fine, but I mean, I, I think that's just how. To me, you know, you, you, should get good, you should get more credit for a win than you should for a loss uh, in, in any kind of ranking.
2: Bama, uh, there's always a team that kind of comes out of nowhere, if you will. Last season it wasn't quite as deep of a dive out there. Uh, but we've seen teams in the teens make a run up to get into the playoff. Is there a team down a ways that you like to, to make a run here? And if we get Jimmy B's favorite, Chaos, open up and, and maybe grab one of those final spots?
4: Well, I think Oklahoma State I agree with you, Bama. I, I mean totally that's agree. the that's the team to me. They still got Oklahoma on the schedule. Uh, you know, uh You I know who I... else they still have on the schedule? <laughs> Number yes, fifteen Iowa State boys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. They got Iowa State on the schedule and they could get a shot, you know, at redeeming that TCU loss. Yeah,
1: and big uh, Five championship on
4: how yeah, depending on how TCU and, and Oklahoma, you know, play out. So I mean to me that's the one I think that could sneak up. Yep. And, and maybe you know grab a spot. That, you know they're going to need. Some, obviously, they got to win. You know, but they're going to have some quality games on there, mm-hmm. uh, and and against you know really good currently ranked playoff committee ranked teams, if you will. And so I think that to me that's the team uh, that if you want to look at you know a dark horse kind of coming around you know on the outside on the rail or you know whatever uh, you know to use a horse racing analogy and a bad one. Leave but, that you know, to
1: me. The professional, yeah, exactly.
4: exactly. Well, Ken, I'm just trying to figure it out. If you're the guy that's you know that let 14 million dollars ride on the World Series, but yeah, how about guessing, that. Um, but yeah, I mean, to, yeah, to answer your question, Oklahoma State—that's the one to me that could come out of the pack a little yep. bit. Uh, you know, Notre Dame drops a game. Uh, you know, maybe Auburn beats Alabama or Georgia, and then you know the SEC is only looking at one team in. Uh, Notre Dame gets out of the picture. Uh, I think clearly Oklahoma State's got a lot of good games left on that schedule, and they can come in and sneak, sneak, nip somebody if uh, if it all breaks for them. And
1: I couldn't agree with you more. Bama Bob is our guest. Uh, Bama joins us three times weekly. Next to be with us, twelve forty on Friday as we look ahead to this uh, week's games. Bama Notre Dame, uh, they're at three right now. I Trent brings up the point. He's right. Uh, they're they're not going to have a thirteenth data point. They're only going to have twelve opportunities. But, Bama, they've still got, um, you know, look at, I I think that the the USC, North Carolina State in back-to-back dominating fashion showed me that this team is absolutely legit. Um, Wake Forest, I don't think they're going to give much of a fight. I think we all feel that Miami's a fraud. Navy's tough to play against, but they should, you know, find a way to beat Navy and then go out to Stanford and... Um, Sha does a nice job Bryce Love is a terrific player but I think Notre Dame's talent in the trenches is what's made them the team that they are this year I, I'm starting to think Bama and, and and I know that just when you say that something's going to happen but boy right. oh boy, they sure look as though they're going to be a part of this thing
4: yeah I agree with you Ken uh, and, and listen the best thing that can happen to them other than obviously them winning this week uh, it would be really nice if NC State were to knock Clemson off yeah <laughs> You know, this week I think that would help Notre. First of all, it get, kind of gets Clemson out of the picture there with the two losses, and it makes that NC State win look all the better now. So, um, you know, it, listen, it all factors in. Notre Dame passes the eye test again. and I keep going back they to do. that, but they they really look like a top. You know, whether they're top four, I don't really know. You know, they look like a top five, six, seven team, a, a, a playoff worthy team, like a team that could give. Oklahoma or Ohio State or Georgia or even in Alabama, you know, a game of it, if you will. The, and that, that hasn't always been the case with a lot of these teams. Like last year, you know, Alabama playing Washington, I didn't think that game was going to be close, and it, and it really wasn't. The year before when uh, they, they, you know, Alabama pounded Michigan State, I didn't think that game would be close, and it wasn't. I'm not sure in Alabama-Notre Dame or, you know, Georgia-Notre Dame rematch. We know how good that first game was. I mean, I don't think anybody would would regret seeing that again mm-hmm. in the playoff. I mean, that was that was a classic, you know, uh, inter intersectional you know power game, and and I think that's just one. That's what you want in the playoff. Now, you know, I don't know how much of an appetite it's going to be for a true rematch in that, but um, I hope the I hope the committee doesn't when they're trying to make the final decision. I hope that rematches don't play into it it should be the best four teams the most the four most deserving teams and if two of them have already played this year so what let's just put them in again and and it would be ironic if if somehow alabama notre dame and georgia all got in because georgia would have one and potentially two rematches uh in in that Hmm. situation or notre dame i'm sorry
2: bama last thing from me uh Mm -hmm. the only undefeated team from a non-power structure is central florida they had Georgia Tech scheduled because of the Hurricane. It was uh, uh, canceled for this season. They're not getting in. We, we know that. But right. is there a scenario out there, you know, outside of a team like Houston last year that upset Oklahoma, and you need a lot going on, a lot of two-loss conference champions to get in there? But are you in the camp that it'll never happen, or we'll see it say, if I put the over-under at the next dozen years, we will see a team from the now non-power structure get in? Boy,
4: I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's hard. I mean, I really, and, and it's just because they can't they can't schedule enough of the big games. That's the problem. And you know, they can pass the eye test. They can do everything else you want to do, and you know, they could they could win one game, maybe two games, but they just can't. They can't get six or seven games against you know top twenty five teams. It, it's impossible for them to do that. So I, I think it would really take a major confluence of events for that to happen. I think it would have to be one of those where, you know, they're undefeated and one of those two loss conference champions, uh, one of those losses would be to the, to the, you know, the group of five team, if you will. So, uh, you know, I would, I would take the over if you're giving me a dozen years um, just because I think it's, it's just going to be, now I will say this uh, with a caveat, I think within the next dozen years we're going to have eight teams in the playoff. Sure. So I think if you get to 8, I think it's it's entirely possible. I think four it's going to be really really hard for them just because they're not going to have a strength of schedule and it's impossible for them to get to it to get to that point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at Central Florida. Uh their best win would be what, boys? I to beat Maryland, beat Memphis, yeah. I guess Memphis, Memphis would be is their decent, best yeah.
4: yeah. At they, 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 yeah. You can't get that's – the, that's the thing. Yeah. You can't get enough marquee, and you can't schedule enough because right. you can really only schedule three uh, because you got your own conference mm-hmm. to deal with.
2: Yeah, they, they so throttled Maryland.
4: Uh, throttled Maryland. They
2: had Georgia Tech. They were supposed to get them at home this year. Right. Canceled. So right. They could have – I mean, again, we'd be talking about probably no Notre Dame, cross them out. Yep. Three – two lost conference champions and, and certainly no, no conference with two representatives right right and right, say georgia right. loses before and then yeah. again the, I mean, and
4: i mean like i said it. i think one of those wins would have to be if they were undefeated it would have to be against a conference champion right you know like, like you know a, a pac 12 champion or whatever with two losses that was that was floating around the playoff it would have to be against one of those wins would have to be against a conference champion Bama, yeah, we
1: will uh, preview with you on uh, on Friday uh, as we move into the month of November. Some certainly some good games uh, on the dock at LSU, Alabama. What uh, we we love that uh, this week yep. for that game. It might be better. No, maybe probably won't. But it, at least LSU seems to be better than we thought they were after they got picked off by Troy. If, if Troy fair to say?
4: Yeah, I think so. Um, they, they're starting. Listen, it still goes to me. It, it... Darius Guy's gonna to have to carry them and we've it seen Alabama shut down free yeah. backs in the past. No. Uh Entling, I just don't think can make enough plays. But I agree. you know, that that's one game and I, I tell you I'm really intrigued by this Clemson N C State game. I mean I think that's gonna be a good one and that's important. I mean NC State's probably out of it. Clemson's certainly in the top four that game's in Raleigh. I mean that's a good that that's a really good matchup. Uh you know, um, Penn State, Michigan State doesn't have as much as it did. But um, you know, there's some good ones out there but Everybody down here, of course, focused on the prime time in Bryant-Denning Stadium. No
1: question. I can understand that. We'll find five or six to preview when we reconvene on Friday at 1240. Thank you, Bama. All right, guys. Always enjoy it. Yes, do we. Bama Bob. Talking college football with Trent and I as we continue on here. Quick break before we wrap things up. We'll get Trent on the record. It's Game 7 World mm. Series tonight. We'll talk about that when we continue here. A short segment to uh, finish things up. Midweek edition The Ken Miller Show. Trent and I here with you Monday through Friday, noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG.
0: News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com.
3: You ever wonder what you look like with a full natural head of hair? We'll find out. Now at Menard's, save big money on your next project with an 11% rebate on everything. Whether it's a new roof or a new fire pit, you'll get an 11% rebate on all
0: of it. The bigger the project, the bigger the savings. There's no limit to how much you can save. Now during the 11% rebate sale at Menard's. Good through November 4th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.
3: Save big money at Menard's.
2: Hi, I'm Tabitha Coffee, TV personality and small business advisor. Many of the businesses I work with just need extra capital for things like remodeling or purchasing more products. That's where Cabbage comes in with flexible lines of credit of up to $150,000. Apply online and get a decision right away. Withdraw funds when you need them without reapplying. Cabbage has supported over 100,000 small businesses. Get started at cabbage.com slash transform or 855-CABBAGE. That's cabbage with a K, 855-CABBAGE.
1: Line of credit is subject to credit approval. See terms and conditions.
3: For all the big plays you watch sports for, Buffalo Wild Wings created B-Dubs Watch and Win. So when you watch them happen here, you win stuff here. Like a guy scoring 50? Yep. Or a QB throwing for 300. Oh, yeah. How
1: about crooks on a golf course?
3: Definitely no. But now with the new B-Dubs Watch and Win, you can win real stuff in real time when you watch
0: sports at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Rewards, events, and triggers vary. Terms and conditions apply. See participating location for details.
2: 1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you.
1: You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting Wildwood hillsranch.org
3: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR
0: Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358.
3: Real sports
0: talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Right,
1: final couple of minutes here of a Wednesday edition of the uh, Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself. Well, Trent, game seven tonight. Verlander Hill last night was uh, was really good. Uh, Verlander finally uh, went down to defeat uh, his first defeat since he's come over to Houston. What did he win? Nine straight or something? Sounds right, it Reminded yeah. me when Sabathia left Cleveland went to Milwaukee. Yeah. Remember he won like 11 in a row or something. I think it was 11-0 at one point. Um, how do you see this game tonight? How far do you think the starters will go? Darvish,
2: McCullers, do either one of them get through five? No. I don't no, think so either. No, I, I, I really can't envision that. I think after Pitchers' Duel last night, and I gave you the game last night, 3-1, yeah, I you told did. you. You had a good day. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia yes, over at, Alabama. At uh I don't have a feeling like I did. I had a decent feeling about that one last night. Did you night. back it up? I did. Good for I you. did. I
1: backed <laughs> it up. Nicely done. A
2: <laughs> couple more shekels into that the old boy. account.
1: After all, the weekend will be here before we know uh, it.
2: Yes, and they'll quickly dissipate from, from the account. Seems with to the happen weekend. that
1: way more often than not.
2: But I don't, I don't have a real strong feeling one way or the other. I think we'll see runs. That's more kind of where I am. Mm-hmm. We will see some runs here. We're gonna see everybody, but the offense is the bullpen. What's the, the bullpens, total? Did you
1: check seven and a half? I, I'm
2: guessing probably probably there. probably juice. Uh, juice probably be on the over. You'd say with those two with pitchers. the bullpens, game yeah. seven.
1: Yeah, probably so.
2: Uh, but yeah, that that's more where I'm leaning. You got to feel either way. Just no, I don't. I really and truly don't. Um, and I don't think I'll be disappointed whoever wins.
1: No. No, just, Tony Watson gets a ring. Local yeah. guy, Houston the, Houston. the story. story. Yeah. Hurricane Harvey brings the city together. I like Verlander. Always have. Uh, hard not to root for Altuve. Five foot six. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I like Puig. Yes. I, I I like Rich Hill a lot more today after <laughs> the, the move <laughs> that he pulled uh, last night and waiting for Guriel uh, uh, stepping off the stepping off the mound so the Dodger crowd could continue to boo him. You think Guriel's going to get one inside tonight? Not in Game Seven. Can't do it, right? Not in Game Seven. Springer's been on fire. I like yes. his game. Um, boy, oh boy! You know what? Just entertain us, right? Give us a good game. Wouldn't you feel this? I would. I would sign for that. Don't care who wins. Entertain us. Yeah, absolutely. And get it over before midnight.
2: Would, is that asking too much? Yeah, oh, you'll be fine. No, I'll be. Well, I'll be tired. I'll get there, but <laughs> right,
1: right. Would it kill you Just to get set the alarm for a half
2: hour later? Then go for your walk.
1: Maybe maybe I should just take the walk off tomorrow. If It's
2: still midnight. No, I'm not bailing on this one.
1: No. No shot in whatsoever.
2: Even if it's like, what was that, Sunday night? No, no. I'll bail. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I couldn't make it. 12.45. I tried. No
2: shot? No, I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. Just uh, we'll, crack, we'll crack open another cold one. I we can't. That's go? what probably makes that's me. What, uh, puts that does to help my cause. Uh, I see. I see. Uh, what are you, uh, now you're solo today, Brinson's yeah. off?
2: Yeah, Jimmy B's uh, out making some moves, so uh, yeah, I'll be by myself today. Rob Howe on his Wednesday spot. He'll be here. We'll talk some Hawkeyes with him. Seth Gruen stops by from Bleacher Report mm-hmm. talking baseball, So covers the Big Ten. So we'll get a couple of hits there. And it's Cyclone Day with our friends from BC Divide. Ah, Cody Peck Cody. will be here on the Cyclones. Good stuff. And he's what time? 5 o'clock? 5.15? 5.20ish. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit
1: later. And, uh, yeah, we'll be good to go. We're back tomorrow. Trent and I are noon to 2. We appreciate you listening, folks, and uh, hope you'll spread the word. We're here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, talking sports on 1700 KBGG.
0: Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games.
4: Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom!
2: Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Hawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones.
3: This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State.
2: And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes.
3: We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights, as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com.
2: Join us for Daily Banter and our social media pages at bcdivide.
0: As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry with than our own family.
3: Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive-through options? Food Dude's Delivery has your answer. Food Dude's delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dude's Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. The holidays are coming. Time to clean up at the Home
1: Depot with up to 40% off appliance special buys and 12 months financing on appliance purchases of $299 or more. Like a GE high-efficiency top-load washer and electric dryer. Right now, just $4.99 each. Black Friday priced and just in time for holiday guests our lowest prices of the year now at the home depot more saving more doing u.s only gas dryer extra see store for details credit offer valid through november 22nd subject to credit approval terms and conditions apply
3: eating working living pain-free these are a few of the things many of us take for granted but for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues dental care is simply unaffordable Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. Visit WillYouC1.org to help change one life in your community today.
2: Now when you buy select HP printers from Staples, you can print free for life. That's right. Print up to 15 pages per month for free when you buy select HP printers from Staples. Get the confidence of never running out of ink
3: and having to run out for more. The confidence of having ink automatically show up in your mailbox
2: before you need it. HP ink delivered to your door. Print free for life. Staples. It's pro time. Print 15 pages per month for free. Pay as you go after that or upgrade to another plan. See staples.com slash print free for life for details.